0: Hello and welcome to Fantasy Talk Show, a place where heroes come to tell their stories. Our guest today is Samantha Gray. She's from a small town called Town. She talks about her strained relationship with her parents, the coldness of the other townsfolk, the shady shenanigans of the ruling Others, as well as a little bit about those that have found a life on the outside. So without further ado, Samantha Gray. So Samantha, what is your early life like? Uh,
1: So I am from Town. It doesn't have an actual name because we are very unaware that there are other towns (laughs) so it's literally just the town
0: you're aware that you're unaware of other towns
1: well now i am
0: oh well that's interesting so you just you named it town
1: when when i was growing up we weren't aware of it so
0: okay okay so you just call it town Mm -hmm. because that it was the only town that anybody in your town Mm -hmm. knew existed
1: yeah
0: that's interesting what was it like growing up in that town
1: weird people were very very cold and distant and not really all that nice to each other um very distrusting
0: as a just as a culture
1: yeah it was strange at least i thought it was strange
0: oh okay so your your upbringing i guess was a little bit isolating
1: yes very isolated Mm -hmm. but happy sometimes not really most of the time it wasn't happy it was just wake up do your chores shut up go do what you're told
0: All right. Well, that that's that's something. So your uh, your relationship with your parents sounds like it was a little strained.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were they loved each other. Wasn't sure why they had me though.
0: What are the rest of the townsfolk like?
1: Um, they do as they're told. They're pretty quiet. they all work hard, but they kind of keep their kids away from each other, and everything's just really quiet and mundane, and same thing happens every day.
0: So no playdates, huh?
1: Nope, no playdates. No, we didn't. weren't allowed to really play with each other.
0: So with the town being so boring, what makes you different? Why the adventure? Why can't you just be like everybody else?
1: Uh, for a really long time, I didn't really know. Um, I just thought I was weird. Or at times I thought everyone else was weird. But when I got back from Michael's and I ran back into town and I found out that my mother was from the other place, she explained to me the reason that I was different from everyone else is because she is biologically. She is my mother. It's literally biology. Throughout the generations, they've weeded out the impurities. They've weeded out
0: you guys strong-willed been, people. You guys have been bred for complacency.
1: Basically, yeah. They're very, very docile people. That's why they do as they're told. And because my mother came from somewhere else where that is not part of their practice, they don't practice that there. I did not have that alteration in my gene pool. I was just normal. And everyone else was weird. <laughs>
0: So what what event would you say kind of set you on the hero's path?
1: I came home one evening and overheard my father and a couple other people were they were looking for me and they mentioned something about giving me away and they were going to give me away to someone who was going to kill me. So I ran away.
0: So not like a wedding?
1: No, not like a wedding. I was not going to be given away by my father like that.
0: Well, uh, uh, you you say you ran away. Mm -hmm. Was that kind of the the triggering event? That's what kind of puts you into your adventure?
1: Yes, most definitely.
0: What what happened after that? Tell me a little bit.
1: I ran really, really far and they chased after me and I crossed the river because I knew that they wouldn't follow me across the river.
0: Is there a superstition there?
1: Yeah, kind of. They don't really go there because it's not well-traveled. People don't really leave town very often. And when they do, they kind of come right back.
0: Oh, interesting. Interesting. After you ran away, what did you do out there?
1: I ran away and I took a really long time to get, you know, to where I ended up stop running. And I was found by a guy and he took me back to his house. And said that I could stay there for as long as I needed while I figured things out. And he told me about who my parents were going to give me away to and what happens if the people don't get me. And so I was out there for a while before he told me all of that. And so I ran back home to save my family.
0: Tell me a little bit about this boy that found you. Mm. What was his name? Michael. How long were you guys out in the forest before you decided to return? About a week. A week? I mean, he must, he has some inside information. Where did he get that from?
1: He and his mother were actually from town. He told me that when he was a baby, his mother took him in the middle of the night and ran away a lot like I did because they were going to dispose of him because he was not born perfect. He was born with two different colored eyes, which is, we don't keep babies like that. And his mother took him in the middle of the night and ran away. And they had been living out in the woods ever since. She got to know the people that lived out there. And they, over the years, helped her build a house and helped her build a life there. And that's where they live. So that's how he knew.
0: But the mother wasn't there when you were there.
1: No, she died.
0: So this uh, other community out in the woods, did you meet any of them?
1: I met one other person that lived out there. He was a traveler. He didn't really have a have a home, kind of nomadic. Peter, he's a little little bananas, but kind of cool. I like him.
0: All right. All right. That sounds fun. So you, you eventually did return solo or with your friend?
1: I, I ran back on my own because I knew that he wouldn't let me go back because the only way to save my family was to be sacrificed. So I ran back on my own without him.
0: You ran back to town to try to save everybody. I'm assuming you don't want to be sacrificed yourself. What's the overarching...
1: I didn't want to be sacrificing myself. Um, But you do what you got to do. And when I got back home, I actually came back when in the... Well, the beginning of uh, a war. Because the people that my parents were supposed to give me to did not get me. So... They showed up and demanded to get me, and my parents in the town had already decided that they were going to fight for their freedom. They weren't going to give up any more kids, so they actually didn't sacrifice me. We decided to
0: fight them. And so you're currently in the middle of fight planning, it sounds like. That's pretty neat. Do you know exactly who you're fighting?
1: Not really. We know that there's another town where my mother came from. And she ran away because she thought their way of life was elitist and kind of barbaric. They use our people as slaves, and that's why they take the children so young so that they don't remember where they're from. And they use them for everything, including bearing their own children.
0: Wow. Was your mom one of the slaves who escaped?
1: No. My mother was a citizen, a child. When she escaped, she tried to free her housemaid when her housemaid stood up for her. And her housemaid was supposed to be put down. And my mother broke in and freed her. And the punishment for that is being hooked up to basically electricity. So she ran away because she was scared.
0: I mean, yes, uh, yeah. electricity jolts tend to not be the most comfortable form of sitting. Back to your early life, do you have any fond memories of your mom or your dad? Or some high points and maybe even some low points?
1: Mmm. High points. Um, For my birthday one year, my dad made me a bow and a handful of arrows. That was nice. They didn't really give me a lot of presents back then. Um, My dad stuck up for me when I would run and play in the woods and my mom didn't want me out there. I wasn't supposed to be out there. Um, Cooking in the kitchen with my mom, hunting, and actually bringing things home. That was nice.
0: Yeah, right on. So once the dust settles and your big war is over, what do you see for yourself in the future?
1: I'd like to go back to the woods.
0: The town life doesn't suit you, huh?
1: No, I don't like it there.
0: It's... Is there anything calling you out there?
1: Yeah. Come um, on. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go back to the to the woods and live with Michael and stay out there. I like it out there. Not a lot of rules.
0: So that's kind of your... Your big ultimate goal? Is that what settling down looks like for you in your adventures? Yep. I'm
1: going to move out there and live in the woods with him and Peter and be happy.
0: Well, right on. It sounds like you got your mind made up. We do have some audience questions, if you don't mind. Clarion the Barbarian would like to know, in a town where everything is so the same and, and with adventure, how did you really uh, keep yourself from going crazy?
1: Oh, um, when I was not working, every chance I got, I left and I ran into the woods behind our house. I wasn't supposed to, but I would run until my lungs were going to burst. And then I'd lay down and read a book or dangle my feet in the river or take a nap. It was just nice to be away from everything.
0: Just find a happy place. Huh? Yeah. All right. That was
1: right. nice. I like the woods. I prefer the woods to town.
0: Elizabeth S. Uh, would like to know, of all the things in your room uh, that you said you had to kind of personalize it, which one is your favorite?
1: Oh, my favorite. Okay. Um, I would have to say the quilt on my bed. My mother made it for me and she didn't make me a lot of things. So that was my favorite.
0: The quilt on your bed. What's it look like?
1: A lot of different colors. She used old pieces of clothing that she had kept for years to make it. So it's just a modge podge of different fabric, different colors, but it's really soft and I love it.
0: All right. Well, Samantha, thanks for coming out today and uh, allowing me to interview you. Uh, Good luck in your future. And I I hope things work out between you and Michael.
1: Oh, thank you. This was a lot of fun.
0: Thank you for listening to my interview with Samantha Gray. Samantha is a character from the mind of my wife, Amanda. She doesn't currently have anything for me to shout out, so I'd just like to take this time to thank her. I've had this idea for a podcast rattling around my brain for a couple of years now, and she encouraged me to finally just make it happen. Every episode from here to the finale is only possible because of her support and encouragement, which I greatly appreciate. Thanks, babe. If you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. And if you'd like to connect with me or other like-minded adventurers, check out my Facebook page at facebook.com slash fantasytalkshow. That's facebook.com slash fantasy talk show. Talk to you soon.